0: Across South Africa, online and on radio. SAFM, let's talk. Tweet at S F M Radio and at Patricia M. Dooley. 34 minutes after 10 on 104 to 107 Nationwide. Uh, that's where your dial is at. If you're on DSTV Channel, you know it's on 814 Late night conversations, right now we get into our mindful Wednesdays, a time of the week that I just get to breathe in, breathe out. And I think today I really needed this topic because um, yeah, I was feeling run down, you know, with all these things happening and schools reopening and and, 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 and life just happening, right? So I decided to book myself in for a massage. It was nice. It was really great. Got back home. I want to nap and the kids are back from school, so there's no napping. So how do you become a great leader? This Mindful Wednesday topic is that. What makes a great leader? What makes leaders great? (sighs) I'm a mother, so that makes me a leader, right? You're an A-teamer. You're a leader here in the show. How do you become great? Let's welcome Fred Bohasu. Fred Bohasu is an inspirational speaker, team builder, author. He's a chicken farmer and lead essay hero. He's one of the... Top 100 Most Influential Young Africans with multiple awards. Welcome, Fred. Thank you very much for joining us.
1: Thank you very much, Patricia. And that is so kind of you to introduce me like that, like
0: a superstar. Oh, well, you are. You are telling us about how leaders become great. And I'm really keen to hear on this.
2: Yeah.
1: Well, there are a couple of uh, characters. Uh, In in actual fact, there are many, but then just for for tonight, we'll just talk about five of them. So we'll probably just touch on a visionary, you know. I mean, the person must be a visionary. We're talking about teachability. Other people will say or they will call the word teachability as humbleness. But then for the sake of our topic for tonight, we'll just say uh, teachability or teachable. Then things... They think of the next generation, you know, great leaders think of the next generation, not some of the people who are thinking of the next election. So we will touch on that as well. Then again, uh, they empower others as well. They believe and they know that it is not about themselves, but then it is about others. And then the last one is that they upgrade themselves or they upskill themselves so we're just going to talk about quickly go, uh, quickly we'll be touching on those five characters of what makes one to be a great leader
0: So uh, thinking about the next generation versus the next election and and then there are five issues here that we need to go through Fred yeah. let's go through them because I, I want them to be practical to a point where I as yeah. a mother who leads a yeah. household am able to implement them when it comes to my children you know because sometimes I feel like I'm losing the ball Um, and and, at at work you want to be a leader in what you're doing you want to do your best so it's not just about leadership on top of a podium but it's leadership in all spheres of life so let's go for it yeah
1: so now first one we said uh, a visionary so now what do we mean by visionary so now this is a person that um, will go to the future you take the pictures of the future and you show or you tell the people that you are leading. You show and you tell your kids, meaning that you inspire them, you prepare them for the future. So now, in in this instance, if now you will be a a parent, now it means that you also need to be leading by example as well. You know, you need to be showing them that look here, yeah, this is how the future will look like. If you do one two three this is what will happen but now if you don't do that then this is what will also uh, be happening so now when talking about um, inspiring and preparing them for the future is that um, it's like I always tell people that you are not powerful until you empower others meaning that it's always about you thinking of what is it that I can do for this person it's, it's, it's like also, in in a space of a relationship, this is where now you are thinking of your your, your your partner. You're always asking yourself, what is it that I can do for my partner to make him or his life better? Instead of you asking yourself, but then this person needs to be doing this and that. What is it that this person is doing for me? But then great leaders, they are visionaries. Visionaries are people that are always thinking of what is it that I can do for others?
0: Fred, on oh. that note, I just want to digest this the empower versus exerting your power over someone. Empower those around you. I want to just digest it and then we come back to the next point. Um, it's a quick break that we are going to. A team is this mindful Wednesday is blowing me away. I love, love the last example on visionaries that um, Fred Bohaso is giving us that empower eh empower that's what we are doing so if you want to become a great leader and you want to know what are the building blocks of being a great leader we've just spoken about a clear vision make sure that you keep tuned in as um our inspirational speaker fred bohaso um continues with us straight after this sfm <laughs> Time all day long mindful wednesdays and uh, we are joined by inspirational speaker and uh Top hundred most influential Africans. uh, That is uh, Fred Buhaso. We talking about what makes great leaders perhaps you've got questions or you've got you know an aha moment that you are getting as you are listening to fred right now you can call in on 11 or even uh, whatsapp on 614 sms is going to 41391 fred you've uh, spoken to us about you know you need to have a clear vision what's the next building block
1: yeah okay just before we move on uh, Patricia to the next uh, one which is teachability is that I just want to touch on uh, the empowering because sometimes people think uh, they might be mistaken empowering and if you forcing yourself onto someone for example I've got a three-year-old um, girl I'm co-parenting. so now as much as I'm a speaker I'm a facilitator I write books and I'm a chicken farmer I would love her to do that. I would love her to also be involved in that. But now I should not be forcing her to do it. So now mine, as a visionary leader, mine, what I need to do when, when when I'm talking about empowering her is that I need to create a platform where now she will be the best version of herself and not a copycat of the great original, which is the father. So now that is empowering. So basically, you just create an environment where a person or people will become the great version of themselves. So now that was the visionary, and I just wanted to touch on the empowering others as well. So now then, the next one is that they need to be teachable, or others will say they need to be humble. So now teachable or humble is that you you lower the rank and you are teachable. Meaning that, as a parent, uh, Patricia, you should also, we should also listen to our children as well. If you're a manager, CEO, a director of top hundred, com- top, top fifty companies, whatever, you need to be listening to those who are at the lower rank than you, because they can always teach you. So great leaders, they always have this teachable mm. spirit. They understand and they also accept revolving leadership so Now, revolving leadership uh, Patricia is that you might be the CEO of SAFM but now as soon as we get inside the bus they say okay all the staff members of SAFM we get inside the bus we're going somewhere now you are no longer now a leader at that instant at that moment now the leader now it's revolving now, Now, the leader now becomes the driver now of the bus because of now, he's the one who's in charge of, of of us making sure that we are safe and we arrive at whatever um, uh, place that we will be getting to. So now, those that, that they have got this teachable spirit, meaning that they also understand and they accept revolving um, leadership. And also, they upgrade themselves constantly. Very important. You know, um, This this guy... Um, NBA basketball player, Uh, what's his name now? LeBron James, there you go. He's he's playing for the Lakers. You know LeBron James, he has been playing top-level basketball for almost 20 years. And he's about 40, I believe he might be around 37 or so. Now, what? makes him to be one of the most durable athletes ever is that he's spending over twenty million rands annually on his body. So that like, he makes sure that he gets like the food that he eats. He doesn't just take any food, you know, like I mean he will make sure that he goes the best gyms and everything. He spends this guy he spends over twenty million rands just to take care of his body because he knows that he needs to be up killing and upgrading himself. You know, we always have this joke in the township that um, the local doctors and local teachers, once they are done with their studies, then they get to work. They never open their books. That's one of the jokes that we, we, we always make. So now, great leaders, they always upgrade themselves. They learn. They never stop learning. They constantly learn. And the next one is that they think of the next generation.
0: uh, Before we move to the next one, so Fred, let's use my example. I I want to become a great mother. Um, I I want to do better every day. So what is it that I should be learning constantly when it comes to my children? Should it be theoretical things or is it me learning each child's individual personality and embracing that? Well,
1: it would be better that we learn from each child's individuality Mm. for example i work with myself with my daughter She's, she's she's about to turn five what i'm doing is that i'm trying to create the best memories as much as possible because i don't know whether tomorrow i will be still around so now i try to make sure that um should she mess up should she be in trouble outside uh, she will feel free to run to daddy knowing that as much as i've messed up but then i know that i can run to daddy because of um, i know that uh, daddy's way safe to will be even though i have messed up so meaning that it's, it's, it's very important as well to also learn from 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 other parents as well and also learn to listen from these and then not listen to answer because in most cases, as parents, we always listen in order to answer. While we listening already, we've got the answer.
0: And mm. then, and then, and then I want us to be practical mm-hmm. in terms of relationships. Then, how, how yeah. what is it that I should be learning to make sure that I can, uh, you know, empower instead of you know wanting to overpower my partner? What should I be learning in a relationship?
1: Now, I believe that, um, for example, in a relationship, I believe that there is no 50-50. You come with 100, I come with 100. And it's very important as well to understand that in a relationship, I am not there to complete you. You need to be coming complete, and I also need to be coming complete so that even should things not work out, I'm not going to be leaving something, there's not going to be vacuum. Mm -hmm. And we need to understand that You you are in a relationship not just to to receive, receive, but then Mm -hmm. to to also give. Because in most cases, we always want to receive instead of giving. And we must understand. It's very important. I believe communication is the most important key. You know, like we always talk about communication, communication, just to listen to other people and understand them. Where are they from? What are you saying? What do you want to achieve? And it's important to also be on the same level, never to want to outshine another one. Because it's it's all about teamwork, you know. If once we can understand that, look here, we are here to build a legacy. We are here as a team. We are not here to compete against each other, but we are here to contribute to each other's success in order for us be a blessing to the nation and to the people around us. All
0: right. So, Fred, let's move on to the other pointers of how to become a great leader. Then we will,
1: it will be, I think this will be the second last one, if not the last one, it will be that they think of the next generation and not election, the next election like many other politicians that you know. You know, like the Chinese, one thing that I, I really appreciate and on about the Chinese is that they are always thinking about the next generation. Every time you see a Chinese person working, uh, Patricia, you just need to know that they are not working for themselves already. Their parents have left enough for them. So they are working for their children. You know, it's like you now, there's like, you don't really need to work because of you not knowing that your parents have left more than enough. take care of your life so now you are only working for your kids and the kids kids so now this is one thing that I love about the Chinese is that they are always thinking about uh, the next generation so this is what great leaders do they always think about the next uh, generation and we have seen Patricia especially from last year when COVID hit it has exposed a lot of leadership vacuum around the globe now this is This is within the political space, this is within the religious space, family, and also even the corporate world, where now leaders, they just think about now or they just think about in the next five years. So my great leaders, you don't just think about the next five years think about what's going to happen in the next 10 years. I remember about 16, 17 years ago when I started a, a non-profits organization. I was actually explaining to people, I remember when we started this whole movement, I was explaining to, 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 to our members back then that, look here guys, this is where the movement is going. We will be empowering so many young people, not only in our country, but then we will be having other stakeholders in other countries as well. And this is exactly, as I'm speaking about 16, 17 years later, it's exactly what is happening now because I said it then. So now I was thinking way ahead. So great leaders, they always think about the next generation. It's like whatever that you're doing, like if you are running a a business, for example, you don't run a business to maintain a lifestyle, but now you run a business to leave a legacy. You run a business so that your kids, will be sorted. You run a business so that uh, your grandkids will be sorted. Or not only that you're running a business, but now you become an influential person, not only for yourself, but so that even your kids, whenever they try to get opportunities, they will say, oh, you are uh, Mantuli's daughter. You are Mantuli's grandchild. Oh, okay, no, 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 come. Because now you have already paved a way for them. So now this is you as a great leader, thinking of the next generation and not the next election like other people.
0: Sure, it sounds very inspirational. And um, what, what do leaders what do leaders have to do for themselves to make sure that they don't get run down? Because, yeah, like I said, sometimes it does get overwhelming. No matter if it's in a relationship hope front, in your business, in your, you know, your workplace, it sometimes gets overwhelming three helps
1: or two helps number one help is that you need to help yourself you cannot give that which you do not have so you need to help yourself first and then the second help is that you need to ask for help because that's a big problem that we are finding amongst great leaders that they run down because they don't want to be seen as weak people. And asking for help does not make you weak, but then it makes you, uh, it, it, it proves that indeed you are a human being and then you are that strong enough and confident enough that you are willing to, to, to ask for help. So those are the two most important things. Just the same as when, Patricia, when, when you get inside, uh, when you bought a plate, the first thing that they will tell you is that uh, in case that um, there is an emergency landing, no matter who you're sitting next to, you might be sitting next to your husband, your wife, your kids, they will never say you take uh, that mask and put it on, I mean the the oxygen, oxygen mask, then you put it on your child, no, no, no. They say you take that oxygen mask, then you help yourself first before you can help others. So it's very important that before you can heal others, heal yourself first. And also ask for help where you don't know, where you are in trouble, where you feel that, look, yeah, now this is too much, I can't take it anymore. As great leaders, this is what they do. They ask for help. Trust me, I ask for help so many times. I mean, Dr. Silicon, he's one person that whenever that I need help, I will give him a call, Dr. Silicon. Now, this one more, I've hit the crossroad. Can you please help me?
0: Let's go to uh, masonobe on the line. Eitimo, hey, Abe, good evening.
2: Yeah, good evening, how are you? Good, thanks. Yes, I'm good. Well, on the subject of leadership, it is interesting, so I thought let me weigh in a little bit. You know, one of the greatest problems we have here in Africa, is we believe in platitudes and we like to uh, believe in Misleading rhetoric, such as the idea of ubuntu, uh, the bogus idea of Ubuntu. The reality is, in reality, let's be real, especially in the context of Africa and all its struggles with corruption and the violation of human rights, how valid and how legitimate is this whole concept of Ubuntu? When people are reeling in poverty, but funds go missing, when the rural areas in South Africa remain largely undeveloped, but the funds that that were set aside to develop such areas go missing and people uh, evade prosecution and punishment. So now, do we realize that in reality, the idea of Ubuntu is bogus? And really, the less said about it, the better. Because one of the greatest men I've ever come across, albeit it was not uh, physical contact, or rather um, we've never met in person, once said the reason why Africa has, yeah, the reason why Africa remains a third world continent is because of the poor quality of our leaders, because leadership has got the power to transform the minds of the people and. And, and, and it has the power to uh, galvanize and inspire people to become better human beings. Do you get what I'm saying? So now, here in Africa, our greatest challenge is that our leaders are educated, but still, Africa remains largely undeveloped. Our people, they uh, remain in poverty, they get exploited. Leaders, they manipulate them. I was even worried, I think like it was last week when I saw Cyril Ramaphosa in the news when he arrived at one of the hotspots in KZ10, in one of the um, uh, 19, uh, looting hotspots, when he arrived there, yeah, there were ladies who were in ANC uh, t-shirts. As soon as he stepped out of his vehicle, they applauded. And I thought to myself, goodness me, this is really sad, because for five days when the looting was largely uninhabited, Ramaphosa was nowhere to be found. And when he arrived, the people were celebrating him like he was some messiah and stuff like that. <laughs> well, your you
0: point know. is well noted, Masonwabe. Thank you very much. We hear you loud and clearly on the state okay. of African leadership in South Africa. Thanks. Let me go to a voice note.
1: Uh, good evening, Princess is, uh My question is, is a leader a born a leader or man-made? Thank you, Lazarus
0: Good question, Lazarus. Uh, Fred, are leaders born or are they made?
1: Everybody was born to lead, Patricia, but only a few leads. But then people must remember that uh, position. a position does not make you a leader, but leaders make positions because sometimes we think that because I don't have a position, then automatically I'm not a leader. You don't need a position to be a leader, but then... Otherwise, um, everybody was born to lead, but then only a
0: few people lead. Well, on that note, I'm going to have to thank you, Fred. Uh, These five pointers you've taken us through are very important, and I feel that they're going to take me to a better level um, when it comes to my sphere where I need to lead, especially in the home front. Could you give us contact details where um, our A-teamers can be in touch with you?
1: Uh, All social media is just straight thread Buhasu Fred Bohasu. My website is Fred
0: Buhasu. Simple as that. Thank you so very much, Fred, for standing in as Ndate to the couldn't make it uh, this evening for other engagements, but it was a pleasure being with you. Thank you very much, Patricia, and God bless. It's exactly 11 on the dot. It's time for us to go to the final bulletin of the day with Utsile Sago. Good evening, Utsile.